hello 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 beautiful people welcome to the seventh episode of musings with shakira the mba edition we are gradually gradually getting to the end of this series and um i am um i'm so excited that we're rounding up i'm also really glad to hear the reviews from people that have been following the podcast uh the whole idea of the podcast was to make information about mba more accessible to people and give hopefully give everyone a better chance at getting into the school of their dreams so last episode we talked about um what to do after your interviews now we're going to talk about school decisions uh how, how you can walk through each decision that you get from the school um when you're applying to business school there are three decisions you, you could possibly get you could either be declined the admission you could be waitlisted or you could be given an admission you could be accepted uh, so we're going to start talking about those three options from the first one decline by the way i've experienced all three of this <laughs> so interesting so i guess i have i can share my own experience too declined the thing about getting declined from an MBA, MBA from an MBA program is it feels very, very emotional. Um, you could possibly start second guessing yourself. You could possibly start asking yourself why you even bothered in the first place to apply. It feels very emotional because MBA programs are seen to be the hallmark of, you know professionalism by some people and if they are rejecting you you could start feeling you could start getting a dent on how you carry yourself and you know how you see yourself as a professional i'm here to say first of all i'm sorry you were you know declined that seat in the class um but please know that that decision is not a reflection of your worth as a person and it's not a reflection of the value that you bring to your organization or to the global economy um acceptance rates in some mba programs go as low as one percent in some instances maybe ten percent so you can imagine how tough the decision would have been for admission committees and how they have to turn down incredible candidates every year because um there's just capacity issue in these programs you know columbia business school for instance students are already as much as 700 on campus there's only just so much people they can bring on board beyond that so please know that there are other issues that may have been going on in your application beyond just what you submitted there are a lot of factors that can play in um one joke i used to tell um amongst my friends then is these people at time looks like they look at profile they may say oh we already admitted an investment banker from nigeria into the program 
and then there's another person in the pool that's also an investment banker from nigeria that person unfortunately could be weaklisted or rejected because you already have a similar profile and they are trying to build a very diverse class they don't want to just admit in. they don't want all the africans they will admit to just be bankers and bankers you get so that could possibly be something going on i mean i've never been part of an admissions committee but it is very possible that they are trying to really diversify the kind of people they are bringing on board so um let's say i work in i used to work in investment banking in nigeria let's say like five of my people from the industry applied to Columbia Business School and they've really given me admission. The chances that they will also get admitted. <laughs> In addition to me, given that they only admit only about 11 African students is low. So they want to bring in a consultant, they want to bring in an entrepreneur, they want to bring in a somebody from entertainment. Like they are really trying to diversify the class. So sorry that you got rejected, but know that it's not all it's not just about you. It's not just about Oh, they hate me. It's, it's not that personal. Trust me. The school is solving for uh, an equation. And the goal of you trying to submit an excellent application is trying to ensure that you're also solving for the equation that will allow you to get into the school. At times, you get it right. At times, you know, you don't. And if you get um, a decline from the class, it means that you did not solve that equation right this year. So, don't take it personal at all. Take the time to grieve. If you, if you are someone that cries, cry. Me, when I, I'm expecting something, I don't get it. Tears tend to flow down my eyes. But once I clean my eyes, I move on. So, however you want to express your emotions, express those emotions. I would say pat yourself on the back for submitting an application. It's not easy to, you know, to envision something and say, I want to submit an MBA application. To put in the work of doing the GRE and everything else you need to do. To submit that application and actually submit it. I know people that... Three years in a row, they are talking about MBA. They want to apply. They want to apply. Oh, yeah, start. They will not go start on time. They won't start. And if they start, they will not finish on time. So the fact that you could hold yourself accountable to actually putting together an application and submitting it and putting it through the process of being reviewed, well done. Hm. Well done. The third thing I would say is ask for feedback from admissions. Or current students I know admissions may not answer you but still send them an email and you know let them know how you were really excited about the school and you like to know why you were dinged and the feedback will be very helpful for you as you make your subsequent future decisions um, some schools may have a program where you can actually get feedback some schools may not. They may be very kidgy about, you know, what what you, what what happened to the application and all of that. But whatever happens, still ask. Still ask for feedback from admissions. I can also ask a current student that has a profile like yours to help you look at your application and um, give you feedback on what you what could have possibly gone wrong. And trust me, what makes the difference between um, applications they are very subtle subtle nuanced things that you may not even know and then the first thing is if you are dinged you need to decide if you want to apply again next year if you want to write a replicant if you want to write an replicant essay excuse me next year and you know start leveraging all the feedback that you received 
um, to write another essay, to write another application. Some schools have separate reapplicant essays, so you may not need to put in as much work as you've done before, but you may still need to submit another essay. So just check for the school, decide for yourself if you want to reapply to that school. And know that if you apply the following year, you know, you get feedback, leverage all that feedback, leverage the experience you have had from applying this year. Possibly you could hire a consultant, pay that consultant to help you look at your application with a, with a fresh pair of eyes. To, you can possibly get in again. Um, the other day I was speaking with someone that applied to Columbia he didn't get in the first year, he was dinged. Then he applied again and he got in. And he's an alumni now. He's been an alumni for a lot of years now. So, trust me, if you try it the first time and you don't get it, it's not the end of the world. But just don't rinse and repeat the same application from last year because you won't get a different result. Try to, you know, switch it up. You know, bring in other things you probably didn't do from the, from the year before and see if something can be done. Um something that we don't to spice up the application and pray because there's also a lot of um um prayer prayer factor and favor factor that goes into to these applications don't be too heartbroken you got this and you're a superstar in your own way whether the mba whether that particular mba application recognizes it or not so take heart so the next one we'll go to now is wait list of all the three decisions from an MBA program, the ones, the one that annoys me the most is this waitlist. It is so annoying. The emotional roller coaster of it is, is just crazy. Because on one hand, you're like, how close am I to actually getting a yes? And how close am I to being kicked out? You just read the whole application I submitted. You read the script from my interview and just waitlisted me. How now? Waitlist is so annoying. Because you're not sure where you stand with the school. Anything can happen on the waitlist. They can remove you from the waitlist and give you an admission. They can <laughs> just keep saying we are waitlisted, you are waitlisted. Then the final round, the final, by, like, by like round four, the final round of the school, you just get back to you and say sorry. No admission. So, it's just, just very interesting. So, um, but at least have comfort in the fact that they saw something very unique in your application and they didn't kick you out. They saw something very unique in your application. They didn't kick you out. So that means they still want you to come in, but there is probably something that your application is missing that is not convincing them about you coming to the school, about you, um, about the school being a good fit for you. So if you can figure out what that is, you could possibly get off the wait list, um, but still manage your expectations. Hmm. Secondly, for this waitlist is reach out to admissions. Like a waitlist is actually a very, very valid reason to actually reach out to admissions. Reach out to admissions, reach out to your interviewer. Um, if the your interviewer was a like a student or member of the admission committee, reach out to them and you know, let them know that you were waitlisted, you are very excited about the school, you're waitlisted and you would like to get some feedback. He likes to get some feedback on why you were waitlisted and um, what are the, like, the concerns they have about your application. They may be dodgy. They may not be dodgy, but still ask. Still ask. Um, you can also ask a current student 
or a recent alumni and tell the person to please give you feedback that you've been waitlisted. Um, if you haven't already, employ any of the four strategies I mentioned in the last episode. So I mentioned that in the last episode, um, you can either you know, write your GRE or GMAT again and get an higher test score and submit that to the school. You could share with them an achievement. You could visit the school and you know attend the conference or attend a class and use that as a leverage to show them that you are excited about the school. Or you could get a student recommendation. Then you can use all of this to sort of convince them that you really like the school. Listen to the last episode to get more insight into what I meant by these four things. But overall, the waitlist is... I can imagine if you feel, you know, emotionally unstable <laughs> just because of that decision. Because you're not sure where you stand. But know that... Um, it's it's a very common um, feedback that students get. I was waitlisted in some schools too, um, and best you can do is to try. You can also ask current students and ask them how people have gotten off the waitlist in that school in the past. Overall, well done. You are closer, very very close to the goal, but you are not just there yet. So, but uh, whatever happens, you know, take it on the chain. Um, try your best to get off the wait list. And if you don't, it's okay. Move move to try again. Mm-hmm. Now, the best of the best is if you get accepted into the program. If you got accepted, congratulations. Well done. <laughs> the odds of getting admi- admitted into like top 10, top 20 global MBA is crazy. So, if you pull through that, you've weathered um, global competition <laughs> to get a seat in that program. So, well done. Well done. I hope it takes some time to celebrate, to pat yourself on the back, to you know buy yourself a gift. <laughs> Once you are done celebrating, it's a very good time to start making an inquiry about funding in that school. Uh, make inquiry about funding in that school. Make inquiry about the kind of scholarships that are available to African students. Make inquiry about loans. If in case you don't get a fully funded scholarship and then bring all of that information together in addition with the information of your long-term career goals your short-term career goals if you have a family your family plans bring all of that together in addition to funding and decide if you want to accept the admission or not people turn down admission for different reasons um some is because of lack of funding they're like i don't want to borrow you know two hundred thousand dollars to just go to school so because they don't get enough funding they may turn it down people turn down uh, admission in some mba programs because they realize that the school is actually not going to get them their short-term goal or their long-term mba goal so you need to be a little bit clear on what you know what your options are for your near-term career goals and your long-term career goals and actually demand for the school to introduce you to students that have similar profile like you and ask them how their recruiting journey has been. Look, MBA is a very exp- expensive program. You are spending a lot of money to come here. In addition to that, you are giving up the opportunity cost of your current income. So before you make the jump, make enough inquiry from the school, 
um, schools usually have like um, admission captains that answer questions from students that have been admitted. So once you've been accepted, you have the right to badger them with as much questions as you want on funding, on career. And then if you have a family, make an inquiry about if the school has um, um, spaces where you can bring your spouse or your kids, if they have support for people that have spouse and kids and all of that. So whatever it is that is important to you, make an inquiry, ask them a lot of questions. At this point, they are really trying to convert you. They are trying to make sure that all the people that they extend admission to actually accept it. So they will be trying to convert you. So you to leverage that to ask for more money, to make inquiries about all the things that matter to you. And they decide if you want to accept or not. So, no, really the ball is in your court. Um, so let me go into like summary. Summary is that whichever one happens, whether you were declined an admission or if you were waitlisted or accepted i've already shared tips on what you can do in each of those three scenarios overall you know you won't get into every school you apply to like take it from me and that's why as you're starting you are already like starting with a good number of schools like 12 or 10 or 9 depending on you know what your capacity is it just so happens that you know global MBA programs are very very competitive, globally competitive. People from all over the world are trying to come to some of these programs, so um, you won't get into every school. Take that from me. Except some, expect some rejections, some wait lists, but then, or more importantly, expect um. A, expect to get into the school of your dreams and hopefully you know get that um number two is i've seen people be like oh i got into this school but i'm not really excited about the school should i go ahead or not i'm like if you don't really like the school don't manage your honestly if you don't really like the school if you are convinced that that school is not aligned with your long-term goals or your short-term goals whatever it is that is you have concerns about the school and you're like really excited about the school then don't manage the school because the way mba is hard to go back and do another one it's a lot of time and money commitment so if you don't like the school don't manage it you can leverage that experience to apply again in the following year based on you know what your goals are and if you're not sure what to decide you can talk to students in your dream school Tell them that you got admission into this, this your current school that you don't like and ask them to advise you, you know. So, um, it's really, you know, just, you know, think about it, but don't manage. Don't go to your school and you're grumbling. Don't go to your school and you're regretting it. Trust me, it's, it's a lot of cost and you want to make sure that you're very excited about it. And the third thing is say thank you to all the people that helped you. I feel like this should be not even be said. But just for reminders, everybody that has helped you along the journey, your recommenders, your friends that read your essay, even the admission consultants that you paid, tell them thank you. Tell them thank you for their support. Let them know whether you're waitlisted in that school or not. Uh, let them know if you made a decision on the particular school you'll be going to. Don't burn bridges because you never can tell. 
even if you feel like you won't need that person in the future for anything, don't you think it's just a human thing to see people tell people thank you, show them appreciation for what they did? So please tell people thank you. For you know, the current students in each of those respective schools, um, you know, tell them an email and send them thank you. So what I did was I had an Excel spreadsheet where I was tracking each of the people I spoke with um, for each school I applied to. And then after I, you know, had accepted my admission at Columbia Business School, I sent them messages and emails just telling them thank you that, oh, thank you so much for helping me, for having that call with me. That call really helped me, um, had more clarity about the school. Um, I didn't get admitted into your school, but I'm going to Columbia. Um, but thank you anyways. It was so helpful. Just let them know. And for the ones I was waitlisted, I was like, I was waitlisted in your school. They never released me from the waitlist, but I'm sure I've accepted another admission and I'm going to Columbia. But still, thank you. It was helpful. So just telling people thank you really helps. And if I hadn't gotten into Columbia, I probably would have waited and applied the following year. And I'll still have sent them thank you. So yeah, I think it's important to do that. Now, shameless plug. For those people that have gotten admission and they have accepted their admission or for anybody that is really curious about knowing about what life after saying yes to an MBA program is, what you need to know about visa, about funding, about recruiting, I hosted a webinar last month, May 2023. It was a very small group of people just, you know, I did a presentation actually about life after saying yes and what you should be aware of about um about MBA, about MBAs before you move all the way down from Nigeria, wherever it is you're moving from. So if that sounds like a topic you're interested in, which you should be, even if you're not ready to apply, just to be aware of the nuances of being an MBA student, then head to the link in my Instagram bio to purchase a copy of the replay. The replay is there, you know very cheaply available for purchase and i did that webinar because i think people need to know the truth about access to opportunities in mba programs the cost of coming for an mba program living expenses time managing your time as a student on campus the amount of work it takes to actually get some of these opportunities so go purchase a copy of the webinar if it's if it's helpful for you and I'm also available for one-on-one conversations if you have more questions or you need more clarity about um, about um, global MBAs. That said, this will be the end of episode 7. We have two episodes left in this podcast. Um, the next episode was going to be about um, an overall strategy for your MBA journey. You know, why an MBA means different things to everybody. It is going to be a very interesting conversation, I guess. And then after that, we'll have a Q&A session and they will close out the, the, the series of MBA podcasting. But um, thank you for listening. And if you have any questions as usual, send them to shakaratanifowoshi at gmail.com. Have a great, great, great week ahead. Bye.